0: Listening to Arizona Varsity Football with Ralph Amston. Hey guys, this is and Rice here. You listen to the Arizona Varsity Show with Ralph Amston.
1: Hey, this is Tyler Shuck. You're listening to the Arizona Varsity Football Show with Ralph Amston. What's up guys? This is Spencer Radler, and you're listening to the Arizona Varsity Football Show with Ralph Amston. <laughs> What's
2: up, everybody? My name is Ralph Amston, and this is the Arizona Varsity Football Show. It is a show where we interview coaches, athletes, athletes, Alumni, we talk all things Arizona high school football. I'm the publisher of ArizonaVarsity.com, but I'm just a small part of the crew over there. We got Cody Cameron, Chili, Chris Eaton, Jason Skoda, Eric Newman, Zach Alvira, ton of people affiliated with ArizonaVarsity.com, including our incredible interns, Andrew Morgan and Jacob Saliga. Just really good people, and all we want to do is make sure we get you the best information out there about Arizona prep sports. Uh, It's an honor to be part of this crew. And we absolutely love the fact that we have sponsors like AALL insurance and people's mortgage that help us do that. So thank you to our sponsors and thank you for listening. If this is your first time catching this show, one of the things that we like to do on this show is interview different coaches from around the state. Today we have Queen Creek head coach, Travis Sherman. Travis Sherman is having a fantastic year as Queen Creek's head coach. They are undefeated. They're going to be taking on the 4-1 Liberty Lions this week. This is a game that they played last year. It was a close loss for Queen Creek. They're hoping to get some revenge. Keep things rolling. Stay undefeated. I'm really looking forward to getting you that interview. But first, I do want to talk about something, because this is the first time I've been on the phone with Coach Sherman in a while. And one of the things he reminded me about you know, after we got done recording is just the legacy of our former employee, my former colleague and coworker, Andy Luberta. Uh, Andy lost his life last year. COVID-19 is very, very tough for everybody. Anybody who's gone through anything over the course of this pandemic, you know, my heart goes out to you. I hope you feel seen. I hope that um, there are people in your life who understand your grief and what you're going through uh, that you can really lean on in this time, because there's a lot of things that are not fair about the way that all of this has gone down. And, um, you know, it, it was just a reminder of how great Andy was to be talking to Travis Sherman, who Andy considered to be his best friend. And I know that we're media and I know that it's weird to have people in in the sports that you cover be, you know, people who off the field, you're, you're, you're friendly with, but some people just hit it off. Um, And the way that I felt about Andy and and the way I hoped Andy felt about me, I know he felt about Travis Sherman and I know Travis Sherman felt about him. They were very good friends. Um, All Andy ever could talk about when we were together is how proud he was of Travis and the program at Queen Creek and how much he wanted all of those kids to succeed, not just at Queen Creek, but all over the Southeast Valley, whether that was in the Santan Valley or out in Florence or, you know, in Queen Creek or, or anything like that. And so, Miss Andy um, is a breath of fresh air. Anytime you get to share the memories of somebody with someone else who also misses that person. And I would encourage you to take the opportunity to do that. If there is somebody that you're missing right now, find somebody else who misses that person too. reflect, grieve, laugh a little bit. Uh, Cause that's all we got. That's all we got is each other. And, and the only way we're ever going to heal is to, is to, is to be able to talk about those things. And, you know, Andy Luberto was a really great guy, but he is somebody who would have gone to the ends of the earth to make sure that nobody ever felt like he was a burden. And, um, that was one of the things that was really frustrating about, you know, the fact that not a lot of people knew what he was going through at the end. And, and there were a lot of people who he did a lot of good for that would have loved to share in that burden with him and let him know that he wasn't alone and let him know what a great guy he was. Um, we miss you, Andy. A big thank you to head coach Travis Sherman for, for being on the show today. And uh, we'll just kick it over. This is Travis Sherman, head coach, of Queen Creek High School. All right on the arizona varsity football show we got a very special guest travis sherman head coach again queen creek football how you doing coach
0: i'm doing well thank you
2: so can you give me a quick synopsis of the timeline breakdown of when you have and have not been the head coach of queen creek football
0: yeah uh chaos yeah it's uh no it's been good it's uh you know it's just it's a great place to be so just
2: to be able to be back charge is awesome so it's it's great so this is your this is your your second stint but you've had other times when when the whole situation has sort of been co-run and you came back into leading the Queen Creek Bulldog, Bulldog team in in what might be its hardest schedule ever and maybe the hardest schedule of any team in the state of Arizona this year, you guys seem to be doing pretty okay with it, though. What What was your thoughts when you first saw that schedule come out? I mean, you were obviously yeah. part of part of building yeah. it, but when you see it all there on one piece of paper,
0: yeah. Well, when I first thought I wasn't the head coach, so I just uh, wasn't, you know, just we will go about business. But uh, you know, it really when, when I look at the schedule, it's it's one of those where you really have to take it one week at a time because there's really no break. I mean, there's not there's not a team on there that. Uh, we can take lightly, so we've really just kind of, kind of hammered that in. And, that, that hey, we're we're going to go about this one game at a time, and hope good things happen.
2: So tell me about this week, since we're taking it one week at a time. Liberty, right? I mean that I, I'm trying. I'm racking my brain trying to find uh, an, another time this matchup happened. Is this is this a, a first time meeting?
0: So that we actually played them last year, lost 35-28. Uh,
2: That's uh, right. Last year. And so, uh, the know that
0: our play. So, just a ton of respect for Liberty and uh, what they do. They, they're a physical team, and they fly around and they make great plays. And they, make you earn everything you got. And so, uh, we know we, we've got our hands full, and it's going to be a dogfight for us tomorrow night.
2: Now, it's I mean, the schools in the Queen Creek area in the in the East Gilbert area. They just keep getting bigger. They just keep getting better. You got Basha out there undefeated. You just took on a very tough Castile team, shut them out. Um, it, the, the American Leadership Academies just keep growing and getting better, and the 3A1 almost beat the 4A1. Just in the last five years, how have you seen the growth of, of football in the far Southeast Valley?
0: Yeah, I think it's just it's taking off. I think it's, uh, you know uh... – very similar point what Shannon, you know, was in the early days as far as people are starting to move out here and the growth is starting and so you're getting more and more families moving in and it's, the, you know, if you, if you go out of town for a couple of days and you come back, it's crazy how many houses have been built and how much growth has been happening even in a few days. So it's just neat to see um, all the growth and all the teams having success out here. You know, I just think it speaks volumes of the families and the and the type of people
2: that are out here in Queen Creek. Yeah, it, it makes it makes you wonder if 10 years from now we're going to be talking about, you know, the dynasty of Santan Foothills or, or what, yeah. whatever Because yeah. It just seems to continue to spread further and further to the um to the outskirts, but Queen Creek has been uh very consistent in their competitiveness through competition in 5A, now in 6A. What do you think the key to, to that consistency has been over time?
0: I think it's the kids and the families, uh, just having having great families and great kids that kind of buy into the the things that we ask them to do. They work extremely hard, and they, I think that, you know they not only do things on the football field right, but they they try to be great students and, and great leaders on the campus and and in the community and. That I think I believe that translates on to being successful on Friday nights, and so we've just been blessed with families and you know kids that really work hard to be great at their craft.
2: Speaking of families, uh, you're you're in a situation where you got uh, someone with the same last name uh, yeah. suiting up. Is that how is that going?
0: Yeah, um, you know what? It's, uh, it's it's always I mean obviously it's a great pleasure to be able to coach my old son. Um, there might be days he doesn't feel that same way about me, you know, but, uh, it's, it's, it's been neat to see kind of a goals that he has set for himself. And really, I mean, he's been on the sidelines with us since 2010. And so now his opportunity to be a guy who gets to contribute and play on both sides of the ball. And it's just, it's fun. And, you know, we try to, when we go home, we try to be a dad and and son and, and put the football stuff aside and but uh it is it is a neat opportunity to build a coach
2: your own son several division one players on last year's defense graduate out of the program which might have caused some people including me to underestimate what this defense would be capable of this year who are some of the people that are making it go for the Bulldogs
0: I mean obviously you know you got Porter Reynolds, who, who's great um, and playing great uh, you know I think the kid that really I, I've been super impressed with is Cole Alana. I mean he's He's playing middle linebacker, replaced Trey Reynolds in there and uh, has done a great job of just kind of being a leader of our defense. And then, you know, a defensive end, William Waddington has done a great job. Connor Patterson's our three technique. And, you know, a little Brody Curtis, uh, he's, I mean, just a fire plug in there that goes hard. And then, obviously on the outside with Gavin, Kandel stepped up and done a great job. And then we got Luke and and Farrell in the back that uh, just do – really just all around with Marshall everyone just is is kind of bought into being a team defense and so it's been really neat to see
2: now offensively kind of an interesting storyline Devin Brown moves to Utah leading the country in passing he this week got a couple of people in my industry fired he's having a really interesting season yeah. <laughs> so so <laughs> uh, I think that that's a uh, that's kind of overshadowed um you know some of the stuff that you guys have going on, on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, who who are some players that we should be talking a little bit more about, looking a little bit more for out in Queen Creek on the offensive side? Well, obviously, I mean we have our quarterback, who uh,
0: Sebastian Palmer. He's he's a big time baseball player and he's done a great job of leading us. And but you know, I mean, Davy Morales is a, a wide receiver that makes plays. Luke Gonzalez is out there. Um, but, you know, I think, I mean, and then you got Kyrie's and David Nix, but I think the kid that probably is, you know, under, for lack of a better word, recruited or whatever, is Peyton Bottle. I mean, the kid's just a uh, the hard runner. He's a special kid and, and plays hard. And so it's been neat to see him have success and, and the way he's run.
2: So I'll finish up with three questions, two of which I've asked every coach that I've had on this show. Um, not, not too controversial, but it's just the opinions are all over the place. And so kind of wanted to gauge where you're at. We're in a situation where the better a team gets, regardless of enrollment, we're sort of shuffling everybody that has had any type of success up to six, I mean that's where it's, that's where it's all going to end up that we're, we're sort of we've got a system of promotion and relegation going, but at the same time, we still have the open division playoff. Um, and the two seem to be both good ideas, but most sort of solving the same problem and creating maybe a separate one where you're having teams that are included in, in the open that might not necessarily, uh, be, be, suited for that level of competition. What do you think the future of, of Arizona high school football might be as far as just on the playoff end? You know, I,
0: I think you're going to see teams continue to grow, you know, and, you know, like you said earlier, like Queen Creek, um, not, I mean, Queen Creek, but like Gilbert ALA, right. They took Queen Creek ALA. to So if they go to 4A, are they a team that deserves to maybe have a shot at the open? You know? So I think there's some teams that are going to move up possibly. Um, I think that you just have to, you know, I always go back to when we, when we got moved to 6A three years ago or four years ago, we, we had a 2000 kids and we were, I mean, by far the smallest, and people ask me, "Well, what are you going to do?" Here's what we're going to do: we're going to play the schedule and see what happens. You yeah. know, and so with the playoffs, I think it's you just kind of wherever you get put, you're going to have to go play and see what you can do. And I don't, I don't know if there's ever going to be a perfect system. It's just you know what, there's there's always going to be people that are upset if you know you get destination schools and things like that. And you, and, but at the end of the day, you have to play who you have to play.
2: Yeah, I mean, you ever think maybe that 2015, uh, kind of super division up at the top um, could be could be something that the state might think to uh, to return to, or do you think it's just going to be a matter of you know they'll tinker in year to year it could be anything. I,
0: you know, and I think that it, it, it I think that's possible that that super division come back. You know, it, I think it
2: really depends on how if things settle down with kids moving and
0: going to different schools and, and things like that, right. It's, and if that, you know, if, if more and more kids are more and more schools are getting other kids and there's more and more teams that are starting like we're seeing, right. I mean, you're seeing more and more teams getting more kids and starting to kind of raise to the top. So they, I can see the super division happening based off something like that. But uh, you know, I think that, I think there's going to be an ebb and flow and every year, you know, every couple of years, they're going to have to evaluate and see where everyone's at and see kind of what the the makeup of high school football is at the time.
2: That makes sense. Uh, Queen Creek has always had a bunch of athletes involved in multiple sports. We had uh, uh, Chris Eaton, otherwise known as great yeah. um, You Arizona. Know, we, we've had him interview some coaches, and they brought up multi-sport stuff. We had Jason Skoda actually interview Jeremy Hathcock uh, about his move to... Uh, Blue Ridge. And one of the things that he brought up was, you know, he, every coach says that they want multi-sport athletes, but one of the things he felt himself kind of getting sucked into now that the AIA gives you 24, 7, 365 access to these kids is you say you want them to be in multiple sports, but if football's going on and you have access to them all the time, you really want them to play football. Um, and, and he, he felt like moving to Blue Ridge would kind of like you know, get get him more in the right mindset of that community aspect of, you know, play yeah. all the sports, do all the things. Um, wh- where are you on in that? Do you, do you feel like that that's kind of a, a, a little bit of a trap that exists that you have access to these kids, you want your football team to be really good, but at the same time, you know, multi-sport is probably better holistically for them. Uh, I'm, a, I'm
0: a big, big believer in multi-sports. You know, when I played high school, you know, I was a multi-sport athlete. I think that a kid's opportunity to go and compete is better than anything I can do in the offseason, right? I mean, getting a chance to compete and, and dry, you know, build that competition is tough. You know, my own son is, is a multi wrestler and plays baseball, and so I'm a big supporter of that. I think, I think on the flip side, I think that we need to have kids need to have a break, right? I think if all you do is football 24-7 all year round, by the time you're a senior year, you're burned, right? You're tired, and and so there needs to be a separation. I mean, all of our kids who are multi-sports, they'll lift. We have a lifting class. We'll still get them to lift and conditioning. But as far as the football goes, we feel like it's good for them to have a break, to be able to just take a deep breath, and kind of rejuvenate, and and then come back, and you know, in the spring or Jane, whatever you know, if they're around to get back at it
2: right on to the last question probably the most important one i'm gonna be in queen creek on saturday where do i eat coach
0: well it just depends what you want to eat you know what there's all kinds
2: we got hey we have an atl wings down in queen creek oh my gosh that might be the move lemon pepper yeah, there I mean, is a wheat
0: yeah an atl wings is you know it's a it's an awesome place to go obviously but uh hard to go wrong with the with the Filibertos or some burros or something like that i'm a big mexican food guy so i think that's a uh, that's always good but you know our our Friday night it is they always the Barls. It's been we've been going to Barls since we were in high school so it's pretty neat to see that tradition continuing on with our players and stuff on Friday nights after games.
2: I appreciate your time coach. Good luck against Liberty and uh and and good luck the rest of the way cuz that yeah. schedule is madness. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't get uh it continues to go every week it's good but it's a, you know what it's uh it's a great opportunity and no, I just think it's uh, yeah, it's pretty neat to see the kids playing hard. All right, thanks, coach. Thank you. That is it. That's all we have for this. Week's episode of the Arizona Varsity Football Show. You can subscribe on any of your favorite podcast platforms. I think we're still working on getting approved for Apple Podcasts, but we are everywhere else. And if you want to go back and listen to some of the past episodes, there are some really good ones. we got Chandler head coach, Rick Gerritsen, Saguaro head coach, Jason Monge, Basha head coach, Chris McDonald, Cactus head coach, Joe Ortiz, and plenty more. So make sure to support the Arizona Varsity Football Show. Support ArizonaVarsity.com by subscribing. You get access to all of Rival's premium articles all throughout the network and our message board where we are all hanging out and ready to answer your questions whenever you like. And again, thank you so much to Travis Sherman, head coach of Queen Creek High School, and our sponsors, AALL.net Insurance and People's Mortgage. We will catch you all next week.
1: Phoenix, unrelenting heat bears down as the temperature shifts towards a breaking uh. 120. All I need is a thousand followers, ten thousand hours to be a platinum or gold member, like us Austin powers. And truly lost and justified with body social towers. That as I climb is still empty in the morning hours. A thousand friends, but they don't know the struggle that's within. It's these I pen and there's a few that I'll be pressing send. The question is, can you be real with me and I with you? Can I impact the violence news and i'm just smiling through a silent feudal flesh and spirit it is nothing new the older man's still on the move like he's uncle drew affirmation a lasting name that you respect but while following a god who was a reject so i travel like three steps made without a bounce to find peace through the obscurity of desert towns and if i make it to la arizona is dreaming just leave me here if it means that i would ever leave him 120 120 120